Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. and thanks for joining me today on this summer August day for Small Business Made Simple. Today on the podcast, I have a local business owner, Henry Fuchsman, joining me. Henry owns Energy Solutions USA right here in Elmira, New York. Now, Henry is also a business coach, and he does a phenomenal job helping small business owners like myself, like yourself. So having him on the podcast is just awesome, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Today, we talk about how to run a successful business. This is really important and the content he gives really will revolutionize your business, so take the time to implement it. Here is my interview with local business owner, Henry Fuchsman. Henry, thanks so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, you're welcome. I'm happy to, to do this. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about um, yourself, a little bit about your history and business and what you do? Yep. Um, so um, I'm an energy broker. Um, I've been in the energy field uh, pretty much most of my career. Started back uh, on the oil side um, and then natural gas was deregulated in 1983 and uh, we got into the natural gas deregulation business. So as a broker, what we do is uh, the main difference is that we work for the client versus working for one specific company. Uh, If you go to nationwide insurance, they could only sell you nationwide insurance. But if you go to an independent insurance agent, he has probably 30 different carriers that he could sell. And we are the same on the energy side. Uh, So we have multiple suppliers that we work with. Uh, We also do what we call uh, projects. Uh, we do solar projects for uh, for clients. We've also done uh, backup generators so that you'll never be out of power. Uh, there's new technology in lighting, and so we've done lighting projects. And um, there is other, uh, I call them gadgets, that makes uh, HVAC systems more efficient, uh, makes a building more efficient. So we're in the whole energy uh, uh, space in, in helping people to manage their utility costs. How hard is it to get or convince someone? I mean, they've probably been paying NYSEG for liberally for years. How hard has it been in your industry to switch them or convince them, hey, we can save a few pennies here? Um, everybody's a little bit different. You know, some some people are very cynical, uh, yeah. so it, it, it's a little bit harder. Uh, some people may be out of desperation because uh, their costs are rising in all kinds of different areas in their business, uh, labor costs, insurance costs. So they're more open-minded. And, um, and sometimes, you know, we do a better job in what I would call selling or, uh, or bringing value to the table. So it's, there is no black and white answer. You know, just everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. And you also do some business coaching on the side or you take some businesses under your wing. Can you explain a little bit about that as well? Yeah, I, I, uh, I think in my next life, I, I, I don't believe in reincarnation, but, <laughs> but in my next life, I, w- I want to be a teacher. I love helping 
uh, I love helping people, and that's part of you know uh, the business we're in. We really do help people to manage or lower their costs. Uh, so I, I have coached and do coach um, uh, since I'm more mature now, which is a code word for old. <laughs> um, I do uh, I do coach a couple of young men that uh, have uh, businesses uh, uh, that are getting started. Um, I want to help men or women uh, so they don't have to maybe to go through what I did. Um, I, I, I don't want to repeat bad history. I don't necessarily believe that you have to make mistakes. I'd rather that Sam makes a mistake and me learn from that mistake and not repeat it. So yeah, I, I have coached and I am coaching a couple of young guys, uh, two different types of business. One is in the printing business. One is in the, owns a couple of gyms. Um, you know, just to basically talk to them about, you know, my, uh, some of the things that I've gone through, some of my failures. Uh, uh, when I started my business, I had no coach. Nobody told me the ups and downs and what to do, what not to do. And so, yeah, I love coaching. That's very cool. When you say, you know, you want to learn from someone's bad mistakes, what out of anything else do you see will kill a business more than anything? Sam, that's a, that's a great question, and uh, there's probably you know, more than one answer, but in my lifetime, and I don't know uh, whether people would agree with me or not, but I think one of the major business killers is trying to do it alone, not willing to go get help from people that have sort of walked the walk, so to speak. Um, I, I believe that that's one of the biggest business killers. When you say help, do you mean employees or leadership above you? Leadership above you. Going to somebody that's, uh, they don't have to necessarily be older, but somebody that's successful. Somebody that's uh, been in business for five years or, or longer that has walked the walk, that they've been through the wars of uh, business survival uh, and learning from them. Um, I mean, that's uh, kind of parenting, right? I mean, um, uh, it's all about parenting, uh, telling your kids, um, um, you know, that if they put their hand on the stove, they're going to get burnt because maybe yeah. I got burnt. Mm -hmm. What's well, the same thing in business? If you uh, surround yourself with people that, and I'm not afraid, of, I was going to say smarter than me, which is <laughs> easy, but it, yeah. it, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, that have been in business longer than you have, and ask them questions, you know, uh, uh, because there is, uh, there's just all kinds of little nuances in business. Like uh, when you start out, are you going to be a C corp, you know, sub S, uh, an LLC? It's um, beyond confusing. All that it, it is beyond confusing. So if you could find people that are willing to help, to willing to coach you, then you don't have to make those mistakes, and your business can survive. But they say that 80% uh, of businesses in America fail today in the first two to two years or so. And you think that's because they don't have the leadership? I absolutely believe it's because they don't have the leadership. Uh, many of them have money. Uh, they have a they have the, maybe the great technical skill. Let's say he's uh, somebody's an an electrician. They could be a great electrician. But they have no skills as far as uh, what kind of company to set up, where to go get insurance, um, uh, 
a, a CPA is absolutely critical. Yeah. Um, I know I, I, I've switched CPAs. I had a very good one. Now I, I've even got a better one than I've had before. Um, one of the guys that I would consider one of my mentors is somebody that I would go to and talk business with them. This man told me one time that uh, that his CPA probably has made him a million dollars. Wow. Well, guess what? Uh, I went and changed CPAs to his I, CPA. I bet. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to be... Uh, we don't want to let our egos and pride get in the way. And that, that can be a business killer also, our ego or you know, thinking that we could do this. Well, yeah, you can, but sometimes you just need some help. Everybody could use a little bit of help. So, and though people that do not get help generally will fail or they do fail. Right. So being in the energy in- industry, you know, you can't just go, well, I'm going to try and find another guy. In the-. You're saying that you can literally take anyone that's in business and use their wisdom. It doesn't have to be if you're a, a a groomer, a pet groomer, you don't have to go find another pet groomer, right? Because that can be a little tough. No, absolutely right. Um, all you all you are, I mean, business principles are the same whether you're a, a, you know, a pet groomer or you're an electrician or you run a, an energy business. Um, you know, the accounting methods are, are going to be the same. Uh, marketing maybe is a little bit different who you market to, right. but marketing, marketing principles are the same. Sales principles are the same. So there is many, many common threads. It's just that the industries are different. Um, so uh, yeah, a- absolutely. What would you say keeps a business alive better than, I, I mean, it might be the same answer, just opposite. What would you say keeps a business alive and running well better than yeah. anything you've seen? Well, one of the things that uh, I, I felt uh, very strongly, uh, uh, probably inspired by God was, that I needed to be nimble. In today's um, dynamic uh, culture that we live in, um, you've got to be nimble. You've got to be able to be willing to change on the dime. Um, I mean, just think about just different things. Computers, they used to have, you know, rooms filled with computers. Those computers today, you wear them on your On your belt. wrist, right? On yeah. your wrist, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gone from your belt to the mm-hmm. wrist. So you have to be nimble. You've got to be willing to uh, change on a dime because everything else is changing uh, very, very fast. So if you cannot keep up with the times, um, you could digress and eventually die. So being nimble is very important. What would you say to someone, because they might hear it and say, oh, be nimble, and they're going to change what they're doing from, let's say, an energy, energy provider to... Um, a lawn care business just because the times are changing. Is, is that what you're saying along with that or really stick it out? Um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting question, Sam. Um, you might have to, uh, I mean, change. that's definitely a drastic that's example, drastic. but no, uh, changing is, uh, what I mean is, uh, being willing just to adapt to, adapt. Okay. you know, to what is happening in the, in the business world today. Uh, like, uh, being, uh, willing to, uh, take some courses on computers um, it is amazing that uh, sometimes younger guys, when they, when, if they're sitting with me and I'm coaching them and we're on the computer, they're amazed at my Microsoft Excel skills. That really? I, that I'm so good. You're probably at, better than me because I'm not very good at Excel. <laughs> well, well, I had to be. I, yeah. I felt like um, if I didn't um, learn, 
I could lose a lot of money uh, being, we're like commission salespeople. Right. So we get what we call commission statements from multiple different companies. Well, sometimes they forget to pay us or they pay us for one month, but they don't pay us for another month. So I felt like, okay, um, I need to learn Excel or some kind of a program that helps me to manage my cash flow. Right. I mean, you're talking about cash and cash One month is it's coming in, one month it's not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, However, the bills keep piling up. The yeah, bills those always, always come, in. come in. That's right. So, um, you know, uh, being nimble in that way, learning something, being willing to invest in yourself. Uh, there's all kinds of new, uh, whether it's technologies or even methodologies, you know. Um, you know, there's a, what the old cliche, this is not your father's whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, just being, you know, nimble, not necessarily going from lawn care to energy, but within your own industry, um, you know, listening to other people that maybe you don't even like, you yeah. know, uh, but just be, being willing to listen and being open-minded. I'll be right back with the rest of my interview with Henry Fuchsman in just a moment. Hundreds of websites come across our desks here at One Click Agency every single year. Here's a secret, I don't say it very often, they're all making the same five mistakes. I mean, they're basically making five simple mistakes and you're probably making them too. So what we did is we wrote a PDF to help correct those mistakes at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, they are super easy to fix. This is foundational and just basic stuff for your website. Some of these mistakes are really just equivalent to a barbershop coming to me and saying, hey, Sam, you know, no one is coming inside our shop. And so I go to their shop and I notice that their windows are painted black and they don't even have a sign in their building. And I say to the barbershop owner, well, scrape the paint off your windows and hang a sign on your building that says who you are. And guess what? You're going to see an uptick in sales. These are little website mistakes people are making that are as blatant as that but for whatever reason, they can't seem to see them. And there are hundreds of people making these mistakes, like I said before, and I want to make sure that you see them. I want to point them out to you. Go to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's completely free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And I'll explain what they are and how you can fix them. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. What are some principles that you've applied to your business, your life? I mean, maybe you've really gleaned it from another business leader that you see underlying with a business that's successful. I mean, what is the customer service? Is it um, serve a customer until, you know, no matter who's right, who's wrong, is it keep your prices? What are some principles that you follow in your business? Yeah, I don't know if there's a, there's one specific. It's it's really a combination of a lot of different. Yeah, principles. I'd be happy to hear about. Yeah, them. no, it's 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 a it's a combination, but um, obviously uh, the customer is the most important person. Without mm -hmm. him, you know, it's uh, I always tell our staff and all of our salespeople, hey, we just manage the money that people put into the bank account. The customer is the one that really pays our paycheck. So they are the most important ones 
in, in our business or in any business without customers. You could have a great product, but unless right. somebody's buying it or service, uh, you're not going anywhere. So taking care of the customer obviously is, uh, is number one. Um, and then being a very, very good listener. Even though we live in this technology era of, uh, of uh, instant messaging, it's not even, faxes are old now, I think. Yeah. I mean, hardly anybody <laughs> even talks about faxes anymore. But just um, being willing to listen in this culture that we live in, I have found that people are looking for somebody to talk to, as crazy as that might sound. So the customer, obviously, is the most important one. And then just will be willing to listen. And then uh, being uh, not necessarily a good salesperson, I don't believe in selling, selling. I believe, believe in listening to what the customer really needs. And if you could provide it for them, it makes life much easier for them and for you. So um, being, I think being just a great listener, which is, I think, very difficult at times because we're... Um, we're so intent on selling, you know, I, I, I got I to gotta tell them, you know, how great I am or how great my product is or my company. Well, most people really could care less. <laughs> they don't care how good you are. They now. don't. They have a need. If you could meet their need, meeting needs is probably the, the key to survival. When, when someone comes into, you know, your office, your business, and you can't actually fulfill their need, do you take the time to send them somewhere else and say, hey, look, here's another company that might be a better fit or you just say, look, this isn't really for us. Does that go along with that customer service and really listening? Absolutely. Um, one of the most difficult things for sales and marketing companies or, or for business people is saying no. Yeah, it is really tough. Very difficult to say no. But I think as one matures and um, is confident in their own business, uh, they, they have to learn to say no. So in, in our business, uh, we tell people that uh, many times when we are introducing ourselves, hey, we don't know whether we could help you or not. But if we could have a 15-minute discussion, then we will find out. We'll definitely be able to see. Yeah. Exactly. So it's going to cost you 15 minutes of your time to see whether we, uh, we're a fit for each other or not. And if not, um, you know, uh, there's been times, I can't think of a time right now, but uh, we're not afraid to tell somebody, hey, listen, uh, I can't help you. Go, uh, go and see so-and-so um, if you're an electrician and somebody has a leak you, you know <laughs> hopefully you're not going to try and fix exactly that. You, you don't want to fix that you you, you want to call a plumber so we try to keep things very simple you know sometimes people have made it very complex well we try to make the complex simple um, just keeping it you know very very simple and you know and that's, that seems to work for us how often do you find that you have to say no um in our business, very seldom because um, uh, by being an independent energy manager, broker, we work for the client. So very seldom do we say no yeah. or we can't help them. But sometimes uh, we've said no to difficult clients. Uh, somebody that, you know, um, you make very little off, but they're very demanding of your time. We have learned to say no to that, and yeah. at least, and and we still work on that because from a sales, you know, you never want to say no. You yeah, always want yeah, to try to sell, it. right? Especially as a business owner, uh, too. Especially it as a business owner, yeah. But uh, we've learned to say no to people. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, you you would be better off if you went someplace else that could uh, take care of you better, since uh, you right. feel like we don't do a good enough job or something. 
Um, as difficult as it is, we, we have uh, learned to, to do that and, and continue to learn to do that. If you had a business owner sitting across from you, whether they're brand new in business, they've been in it for 50 years, and let's say you're their leader, you're their mentor, what is one thing you would say? I mean, if you had one chance to say one thing to help them grow their business, what would it be? Go find somebody smarter than yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I can't emphasize that. You know, there seems to be this philosophy in our culture, and I, and I understand uh, that, that maybe can be helpful, that mistakes are good and you could learn from them. But some mistakes um, are business killers, they're relationship killers, they're people killers. Yeah. And so you don't want to make those type of mistakes. You know, before you dive into a pool or into a lake, you want to make sure there's some water there. You don't want to dive and then halfway down figure out there's no water there. That, oh, yeah. that can be a killer. Um, I, have a, I have twin boys. One of my boys growing up, he had n the word fear did not exist in his mind or vocabulary. He's the kid that would dive and then halfway down uh, be yelling, Dad, there's no water down there. What do <laughs> yeah. I do? Well, uh, sometimes it's too late. So don't let your ego and pride get in the way. Find people that have walked the walk. Find people that are smarter than you are and uh, glean as much uh, information from them that you can. Uh, pick their brains. Um, I know a, a business guy, very successful, um, but he probably calls me once every couple of weeks just to run something by me. And he's, and he's as bright, uh, he's brighter than I am, I think. But sometimes, you know, when you're emotionally involved in something, you, you just step back, right? Exactly. You can't see things clearly, you know, like in relationships, uh, whether it's relationships or, or business, when you're emotionally involved, most times you can't see clearly. That's why it's so important to have an accountability partner to have a, a, a business friend or, or just a friend that you could talk to. And you've got to tell them to be honest with you. You do not want to be, surround yourself with people that only say yes to you, right. whether it's employees or, or friends and accountability partners or coaches. You know, uh, whether you like it or not, you got to tell me the truth. It's for my own, uh, it's for my own salvation, so to speak, yeah. you know. Um, you know, I, I, I've given the example uh, every so often, you know, that uh, if I'm at the edge, please tell me I'm at the edge. Don't wait until I'm I off, fell the edge, yeah. or off the edge and then tell me, hey, well, you know, I've been meaning to tell you that you're off the edge. That doesn't work. You're like, you couldn't have told me two weeks ago. <laughs> a quick little story here. There was a very wealthy man that uh, had a car and a driver. And um, uh, the driver retired, so this man went out looking for, uh, for a new driver. So he finally got two, uh, got down to two candidates. So he said uh, to candidate number one, I'd like for you to take me for a ride. So candidate number one takes him for a ride and he shows off, you know, what great skills he has. And he tells the, the older gentleman, look how close I could get to the edge before, you know, the car falls off. He's, he thanked him very much. Uh, candidate number two came in and he drove him uh, very nicely. And he stayed away from the edge as far as possible. Guess who the man hired? The yeah. guy that stayed away from the edge as much as mm -hmm. possible. So I've never forgotten that little yeah. story. So uh, stay away from the edge. You, the other day when we were talking on the phone, uh, just kind of prepping and seeing what would really spark some interest, you said, you know, this is great. But if, if, our, if the listeners don't implement this, 
then it's not going to do any good for them. So what would you say, how would you encourage them to just, I mean, they can listen. I listen to podcasts all the time. And if I don't implement them, just like you said, it's like, okay, in one ear and out the other. Well, I have a little saying, and my little saying is, it's not about information, it's about application. You know, I could tell you that there is a pot of gold on the corner of Wall Street and Facet Road, but until you decide to go and get that pot of gold, it doesn't do you any good. And it's the same thing with information. Today, I, I, I think most people would agree, we're in information overload. I mean, there's so much information coming at us on a daily basis. So you've got to pick and choose. And then more importantly than that is apply something. You know, uh, one of the things we have a sales conference call or a conference call with our company once a week. And every so often, about every other week, I ask everybody the question. So what is it that you changed today? What is it that you changed yesterday? And uh, it's interesting, the answers that I get. Sometimes I get no answers because... Uh, people don't think that way, and that's what's important for us to change our thinking on a daily basis, to change our attitude, or to manage our attitude. Um, that is that is about as, as key as it is. Be willing to change, and what is it that I'm going to change today? You know, uh, you know. We all know that sometimes, uh, you know, we make these New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. Well, I don't know of anyone, as a rule, that, that makes a, this grander resolution that has ever fulfilled it. But if I'd say, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to lose two pounds in January. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very doable for most of us. Bite size, right? Bite size. So take little bite sizes. Uh, because it's very easy to discouraging when you say you're going to lose 100 pounds and you haven't lost one. Uh, you give up. And what they say by January 15th or February 15th, 85% of the people have given up on their resolutions. So (laughs) the gyms uh, get real empty around that time. Very, very empty. Henry, where can uh, my listeners find out a little bit more about you, maybe your business? Do you have a website or? We do. It's uh, www.esui.us. You could always uh, email info at esui.us. Uh, as I said, I, I love coaching, love talking to people, and um, uh, so yeah, that's that's where they could find us. Henry, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's free business wisdom for me when I get to sit down with someone like you, and I really appreciate you uh, taking the time for this. You're welcome. I don't say this very often, but I think that was one of my favorite interviews that have ever ever done. Uh, I learned so much from that interview with Henry. I mean, honestly, he has so much wisdom, and I could sit there and talk probably for hours more than what we did. Uh, He is definitely on my list to interview again, and I really hope you guys enjoyed him as well. To find out more about Henry, um, be sure to visit his website. It's www.esui.us. Next week, I have a local business owner named Lynn Hug on the podcast. Lynn owns Hug Accounting and knows so much, I mean so much, about tax code, bookkeeping, accounting, and more. And that's definitely something that you can implement in your business. So here's a short clip of my interview with Lynn from Hug Accounting. The main thing that I see that is missing for businesses is actually tax planning and reviewing. 
Um, a lot of business owners wait until the end of the year to look at everything and to try to solve whatever problems may pop up and that causes a big problem. They need to be doing tax planning throughout the year. A lot of businesses, their business fluctuate throughout the, the year and because of that, um, that brings up different tax issues and tax problems that should be addressed um, and they should not wait till the end of the year because a lot of times at the end of the year there's not enough time to make any corrections or do any planning that's necessary to get them the best tax outcome. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. If you haven't subscribed or reviewed the podcast, please do so. It helps get the word out and you guys don't want to hog all this information to yourself. I want other people and other business owners to really glean and gather as much information from the podcast as possible. So go ahead and share it. Thank you so much guys in advance. And remember, we want your competitors, yes, your competitors to see how you run your business and say to themselves, Man, how did we not think of that?